0: Hey, Business Building Warrior, it's Jim with another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. We have a guest today, which means in a moment, I'm going to flip a switch and get Jamie Manning over here with us to do an interview. Jamie is a lifelong entrepreneur. She's a mom with a couple of boys who are young adults now. She has a bit of time on her hands, so she's been working on her business. Very flexible, part-time effort. But last month, for example, she sold... Just under thirty thousand dollars in a single month on Amazon, while she runs another business as well and has a pretty busy schedule with other commitments. So, for the very part-time effort with a round, approximately a twenty percent net profit margin, she sold about thirty thousand dollars. So, she put five 000, six thousand dollars in the bank last month, on top of the other things she has going on. Not a bad part-time, flexible gig. She's yet another proven Amazon course student who's using the replens model, which is what 95% of the success stories in our community are doing. That's the basic Amazon model that we teach to all new students. And then from there, you can scale up into any of the other numerous ways to make money on Amazon, but you're making money as you learn. And this particular model, we have students who are doing multiple million dollars per year with fairly small teams That's what you hear on this podcast episode. And today's guest is no exception. She didn't know a whole lot about e commerce before she got into our community. She almost accidentally stumbled into launching a private label brand, which, if you've listened to many episodes of this podcast, you know you should never start on Amazon by trying to build a brand, not until you have experience, not until you're putting money in the bank selling in demand products. So she avoided that. Disaster, found our community, found this podcast, and has a really cool story to share with you about this journey that hasn't been stressful. There's been some things to learn. She traveled out to Phoenix to meet with Rich and Shelly, who are two great leaders on our team. They're part of our community here. They've got a beautiful business. They're doing multiple millions of dollars. They've got a warehouse, and you can go hang out with them and see their operation. I got a link to all that in the show notes today. And Jamie, our guest today, actually went out and did that. And she shares her experience, what it was like to travel out there to see their whole business built on the replens model with an emphasis on wholesale. It's a great opportunity for you as well. If you want to call our coaching team, we'd love to talk to you about it. So let's jump over and meet Miss Jamie Manning. She's on the line now. I think you'll enjoy this. So Jamie, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio.
1: Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm very excited to uh be talking to you. <laughs> I started listening to you about a year ago. And so this is um, I'm just real excited. Glad to be here.
0: Well, honored to be here as well and with you and looking forward to hearing your story because we just met like moments yes. before we hit the record button. So exactly right along with the audience, I'm gonna find out a little bit more about you. I'm looking forward to it. Let's let's jump into it.
1: Okay. What's funny about all that, I do have to say, is like, I feel like I know you already. I've been listening to you for a year. And so, like, I feel like, you know, I, I can talk to you and I know you. So, just I'm going to put that in. <laughs>
0: well, but, I, you know, in a way, I know you as well because you're part right. of this community. We've got a certain culture. Right. Right. I mean, we love our families. We love serving through business. We're using the internet creatively. That puts us exactly. in some pretty weird space.
1: Right. Right.
0: (laughs) Culturally. So we're already friends, even though we have never talked.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So a little bit about my um, background. I grew up, my dad was in the paving business. So I started working for his company back in like seventh grade. And mom taught me how to do payroll. I worked, you know, after school, things like that. So I kind of always had that entrepreneurial spirit just from them, from both of them. And um, I mean, I was even out on the road with him when I was in college, flagging down cars and whatnot, but that just taught me uh, the value of hard work. I felt like, but anyway, so I got, married my husband about 30 years ago. We have two boys. They're 20 and 23 right now. Well, you don't so, look old enough to
0: have been married 30 years. With two boys I know,
1: two. it's crazy. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I really had not heard about the Amazon business until about 2016. A friend of mine, he's an auctioneer, and he had told me that he had cleaned out this estate that the lady sold on Amazon. And I'm like, he's got to be kidding me because I just had never heard about anything like that. And so we got, both of us got real excited. I went ahead and signed up, you know, to be a seller. And then my kids were both in high school at that point. I just kind of like, I just didn't follow up on it. Let's put it that way. (laughs) I think the timing just wasn't right for me. And so, but anyway, it was in the back of my mind. And so about um, 20, let's see, 20, I got to think now, 20 I look at my notes. 2020 September, a friend of mine, she mentioned to me that she was selling on Amazon, and I'm like, you know what? And I told her the story of that, you know, that I heard about, and she was just doing uh, FBM, so she was shipping out 40 and 50 packages a day on her own. She wasn't shipping to Amazon, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try, and so I did, and. We were scheduled to go on vacation about, I don't know, three weeks later. And I'm like, there's got to be an easier way to, you know, I know people send this in. I've, I've kind of listened to a few podcasts from other people at that point, And I was like, there's got to be a way for me to be able just to ship this to Amazon. So, you know, I got on YouTube, I think like everybody kind of does. <laughs> and I said, okay, how do you ship to Amazon FBA, or FBA? And so that's how I learned how to do it. Luckily, I found... A guy that was, you know, pretty easy. He wasn't trying to sell anything, so you know, I I got it figured out. Shipped my first package in, and then we left for vacation the next day. And I I had my two boxes sent in, and then we left. And you know, we were on vacation, and I had put my FBM on on um, vacation mode. And so, anyway, we get back from vacation. You know, after a week or two, it had been, I guess. Logged into Amazon and sure enough, I had my first FBA sale and I was so excited. <laughs> just, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? This actually works. And then actually, I think almost all the products that I had sent in within the next two weeks were, were gone. What so types then of I realized products were
0: they? Just curious.
1: It's, it was like cosmetics, just kind of a personal care, I guess, products that I found. And every at this point, everything I was doing was just retail arbitrage because that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I, you know, that's kind of how I got in. Now, let me back my story up. I also own a retail store. It's a, a, kitchen, kind of a kitchen shop. And so I knew I had access to those wholesalers at some point. And so what I started doing then is access at those wholesalers. And a lot of them I had to work with because they, they were sold on Amazon. The products were sold on Amazon. So I had to really look and try to find some that I didn't want to compete with them. I had learned that at that point as well. So I started kind of dabbling in that, you know, too, but anyway, so, you know, I get through Christmas, you know, it was exciting because I had a kind of a Christmas rush and then that I found your podcast. I was listening to another podcast that I was getting some information from, but I never felt like I was in the right place with them. It just, they never were really giving me information. They were telling me a few things that, you know, how that I could hear or I could get, but it was just not what I needed. I needed, like, I want the guts, you know, like tell me how to do this. You know, what do I do? And so at the bottom of my podcast, it says, recommend it for you. And it was one of yours. <laughs> And so I listened to it. I'm like, okay, you know, this is pretty good. Listen to another one. And just from people telling their story, I think I'm like, you know what? I think I found the right fit. And you had mentioned Rabbi Lapp in one of them, which I love him. And so I'm like, okay, I think I'm in the right community right now. So I went ahead and I signed up for the Proven Amazon course and then watched some of, you know, I haven't like watched a whole lot in that because you just start getting excited and you're like, okay. Um, you know, what What can I learn and what can I do? But I think, honestly, listening to the podcast, it just, when you keep hearing over and over and over people, their success stories, and they're from all different backgrounds, you're just like, okay, you know what? I, I think I can do this. And so after about a week or two of, I mean, I was just like listening to him the whole entire time. And after that, Rich Potter comes on and he's talking about, you know, he's doing this, the hybrid wholesale course in Mesa. And I remember I pulled over on the side of the road because I was driving at the point. And I said, you know what? I said, I called my husband. I said, I think we're going to go to Mesa.
0: <laughs> you pulled so over to call.
1: I Was it always
0: safe or were you that blown away by what you heard?
1: <laughs> I just, well, you know, I'm kind of one of those people that when I go now, like, as as I've got enough information, then I'm going to jump in and we're going to go for it. So we love to travel anyway. And that's part of the reason for this business is that we want to be able to, I want to be some, have something that I can do where we can get away. We can leave. I can just drop it and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, we're going to be gone for two weeks. And you know, we can do that. So I called him, I said, you want to go to Mesa? And he goes, okay, well, yeah, sure. You know, so I called and signed up for it. And that was, I think like in March or April, and then we were scheduled to go in July and, um, I can get into that later too. I don't know if you want. Um, yeah.
0: I'd right. love to hear about how that went. So that had been less than a year ago at this point. We're talking July. Yes. 2021. yes. Right. Yeah, And uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And of course, right. for those who are listening, let me just get everyone up to speed. If they're brand new, maybe this is their first episode, Jamie.
1: We've mm-hmm. used okay.
0: a couple of terms. I don't want to lose anybody. Sure. I mentioned. FBA, FBM. That's just the, your two fulfillment options. If you sell on Amazon, you can ship it yourself like you have to sure. if you're selling on eBay, for example, ship it yourself. Or if that's FBM or FBA is send it in Amazon. They store it for you. When it sells, they send you a check. But they keep yes. a piece of the action too for themselves. And then you mentioned uh, Rich and Shelley Potter, our friends out near Phoenix and Mesa. They've got a Oh, it's somewhere between five and six and a half million dollar, I think, operation out there. Yes. And part of our coaching program, you have the option if you'd like, is you can go see their operation. They're doing what we teach and they've built a large team and you can see their products, see their team, right? see how they do what they do, spend a few days with them. So we'll dive into that a little bit. We'll okay. stick a link to that in the show notes today for those who are listening. If Perfect. you want to go check out that opportunity. But yeah, let's keep rolling. Take us wherever you'd like to go, Jamie. Okay.
1: Okay. So then from there, we kind of had that month, I think at that point, I was at about $10,000 in sales a month. And I dropped a little bit the next month because we were gone for about two weeks during that trip. We've turned it into a work vacation type trip. And then after that, I just honestly just started every month, just kept getting better and better. And I learned... You just kind of keep sending products in and you have to have faith on that. I use Keepa all the time and I've listened to enough people just, you know, talk about it and they love it. And I use that and that's what works. (laughs)
0: Let me me make sure we don't lose anyone here too, Jamie. You're doing a great job, but Keepa, go back and listen to podcast episode 369. If you don't know what Keepa is, I'm not going to spend time on it here but it is hands down by far the most useful tool an Amazon seller can have in their arsenal. If they're using the strategies that we teach here, the strategies yes. that you've heard with hundreds of these success stories, these all these interviews on our show, they're all mentioning kepa Why is that? The episode 369 describes why that's your homework.
1: Yes. <laughs> if you're listening to
0: this today. It
1: really it you know it's to me it's very inexpensive for the value you get it's out like of it.
0: Like $20 a month or something. Yes, yes.
1: yes. And it's just um cuz at the very beginning when I was when I started doing this I was mainly doing, you know, the retail arbitrage and like I said I started getting into some wholesaling. But I would be the one going and scanning the, you know, the UPC code and doing it that way and Honestly, at first, I got very, very frustrated because I'm like, where are all these people finding products? Because I was finding nothing. I'm like, you can't make any money doing this, you know? And so I just, I finally, after I watched the um, video, uh, I watched a video on how to use Keepa the correct way. (laughs) I now understand. And like, I see it, like, I know I've heard you say that you can just go in a store and you can just find products all the time. And I feel like I'm getting at that point now. I mean, I'm not, there's still times I'll walk in and I I don't find anything, but I look at it at a totally different way now. You know, I heard one of the, um, on one of the episodes, the guys are like, you know, you look at the top shelf and the bottom shelf. And that's what I do. If I go into a store, I do that. Now I do have to say, and I can't remember if I mentioned this, but we're I'm from a, a very rural area in central Texas. So our closest cities are 60 miles away. In all directions, we're kind of in the middle of San Antonio, Austin, and Houston, and so I have to do a lot of driving for my shopping days. I mean, like we do have a local Walmart, but it's you know it's not the best (laughs) to say. But so you know, I kind of have to plan my days out a little bit more. And at some point, I'd like to get to do more of the online arbitrage. You know, just finding things online. And I know uh, I think it was Leah that does the online and she ships it to a uh, prep center to do right. for her. I,
0: Never sees or touches her inventory. Exactly.
1: That was and that really- Seven episodes or so ago,
0: 10 or so by the time this one comes out. Yeah, yeah. What a beautiful business model that is.
1: Right. It is. And so anyway, so we're just, you know, we're here in the country and it's just like, it's a little bit harder for me, but you can still do it. And I think that's the point that I want to get across is it doesn't matter where you are. You can still do this business, and especially after I heard her episode, I'm like, oh my goodness! You know, she's not even, you know, even seeing her products, you know. And I'm like, okay, for us that we'd like to travel and go and do things, that would be to me, that's a perfect fit. So I kind of want to go in that direction at some point. Yeah, but um, well, we've got right another right coaching like couple said,
0: on our team just to to tell you another story along those same lines, yes. and we've got some training coming out from them. They've turned their whole business over to virtual assistants. They travel in their RV. And check the reports. Right. <laughs> they don't, like Leah, she's doing her own shopping, right?
1: Right, right exactly. They don't even do that. Oh,
0: They've yeah. <laughs> got trained virtual assistants managing uh-huh. their entire business. People living right. in other countries around the world, working for a few dollars an hour and eager to do so, right. happy to do so, running their entire profitable operation. This is a, this is a truly could be a, a turnkey. You typically don't start there.
1: Right, right. You got to
0: learn. But you've got the foundation and the knowledge now, Jamie that that stuff's within reach for you. As we're working through your story, sometimes I'd like to take a little off-ramp here and, and mm-hmm. contrast from your perspective. I always like to hear people talk about the difference between scanning barcodes, mm-hmm. looking for inventory. It's kind of the right. Easter egg hunt version. It it's, is. It's, it's, it's kind of like hitting yard sales. You know, you can find great stuff. Yes, you absolutely can. I'm, I'm not anti that. We're getting into yard sale season here in central Indiana. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I'll go out on my run and I'll make note. Of who's having yard sales, I'll go home, get cleaned up, out in my car, and go hit all the good yard sales. Right. right, find stuff for a dollar, two dollars that you can flip for fifty, or you could spend eight hours driving around and find nothing. Right, <laughs> like and
1: honestly, that's what I right? at the beginning. That's what I felt like. That's I what mean, it feels I felt like. like. But contrast just, that
0: with replens, if you would, just right talk to the two.
1: Well, with so and so, that's really what I got into. I listened to uh, Jimmy's course on the replans. And I'm like, okay, so I actually, a lot of my replans that I do now are, I would say more local products, like items that you find only kind of in this area. So I feel like I've kind of, you know, got my little niche there that, you know, someone from Indiana say, can't go and get these products. They're going to have to either order them online or go through Amazon. I've heard you guys have
0: better salsa than we do down there.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, I was very, I, okay, I was very nervous about shipping things like that, but hey, I've got it down. Uh, you know, I tell you how you learn on your episodes is that, you know, sometimes it's just great to hear somebody's story, but I heard one, I think maybe you mentioned that, oh, you know, I put those things in boxes, you know, and I, I put bubble wrap and then put them in boxes. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, why didn't I think of that? So now I'm not scared to ship a glass jar with salsa in it. Mm-hmm. or, you know, cans of beans or whatnot, you know, it's, um, I'm, and, and I'm getting to that point where now I'm, I am doing a little bit more grocery than I had before. And so I've, I feel like I'm going to almost have to go to, um, like doing a pallet because of the weight. And so that's a whole nother, you know,
0: <laughs> getting into
1: another thing I'm going to need to learn.
0: <laughs> LTL shipping versus yes. a box at a time. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So, you're
0: just, you're stepping through the stages.
1: Right, right, exactly, and you know, I just kind of feel like you know my catalog of products is all over the place. Right, I mean, I don't stick with one certain thing. There's things that I order. I'm like, who would ever buy this? And it sells. You know, so it's just you just have to stick with it. I think, and I think that's where I'm at this point. I'm just I I go by faith, and I'm like, you know, the keeper says it sells, so we're gonna go for it. You.
0: <laughs> yep. So, yep. And then there's
1: times, you know, like I have some products that have done great for like one or two months and then all of a sudden somebody comes in and, you know, tanks the price and you're like, okay, well, you know, let's just sit on that one for a while and you, you can go back to them at some point. But
0: anyway, one thing I've happened. noticed about good replans too, when that happens is every replan has a, has a certain amount of life to it. Sure. And then it goes away for one reason or another. Right. But what I've noticed is a lot of those replens that were really hot for a while and the price tanked, it was just a matter of time before nobody could find that item anywhere and it has another like second life at an even exactly. better level. Right. Right. Because if right. it was hot once, it's going to be hot. And it's, it's not that it stopped being a good seller. It just stopped being a good seller at a good price temporarily. Exactly. But right. if you hold on to some of it, <laughs> it comes back. <laughs>
1: Exactly.
0: Can, you know, a few months from now, it's like, whoa, we flew through all of our inventory so fast. We had one, yeah. we, we, had, we bought so much of it. We're thinking we bought, oh, we bought too much. Can we send right. some of this back? We were crazy. Right. But suddenly the prices went up on it dramatically. It's still a hot product. The person who was selling it super cheap sold out. It's just us left standing at a great price and we sold all of it. Right.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Typically, there's yes. a happy ending to replens if you're patient. But, really- I, but I do want to see see if this resonates with you.
1: Okay.
0: The difference between replin selling and scanning barcodes mm-hmm. is the difference between looking for good products versus di- looking for good ASINs.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: Right? Talk yes. me through that. If I was new and I'm like, what'd you just say? Now, help me okay. think through that from your perspective. There's no right or wrong answer here. Sure. I just like hearing the different ways people describe the business.
1: Sure. So... Initially, I would just go in and, you know, take my seller app and scan the barcode and just, I don't know what it could be, can of beans. We'll just use that example. And I'm like, okay, well, this, I mean, how are people making any money on this? You know, that's going through my mind. And then versus the replens where you take the, you know, Del Monte, say can of beans, and you look at it to where... um, you know, I search it now by the, the brand and, you know, six packs or whatever. Um, that's kind of how that's kind of how I do it now. And, you know, I look at and I'm, and I'm just using food as an example. There's so many other things that uh, I have some like home maintenance type products that people probably only order maybe once or twice a year. But I know people use them. And so they'll order them. You know, so that, and it's the same thing. There's, you know, different sizes and boxes. So now I go by, for the replants I kind of go by the brand name or the item type and then go from there and yeah. find my replants that way.
0: i actually got a video, Jamie, that I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but for the listeners benefit too, in our Facebook group, which is about 68, 69,000 people right now. Mm-hmm. But we created a video and this is a free Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes right at the top that kind of talks you through the basics of, Yes, so you yes. you just said, it's kind of hard to verbalize, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you mean use Amazon to search for brands? Like, right. so I go out and actually do it and find Replins right there yes. on the screen. It's Amazon.com, not logged in. Just I'm just shopping like a shopper. Right. Looking for stuff that jumps off the page at me. That's priced kind of crazy. Like who would pay 28 bucks for that? Right. Well, let's dig in and see if anyone is paying that much for that. And if they are, that might be a product I want to go find.
1: Right, that's Exactly. Something. Right. And that and that's hard to kind of for me. It was hard to get through my mind because I'm like, well, I want to go through the the Seller app and I want to use it and and I know when we were out in Mason, Rich, you know, did it the same way. He goes, you go through just regular Amazon.com, but I don't know why it took so long for me to figure that out. Probably because <laughs> you spend I time did, on YouTube
0: and everyone's talking about expensive tools and researching keywords and it's like
1: right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean I do use some of the the different tools. Like I and I, you know, we were talking earlier about if the somebody drops a price, I do use a repricer. I use um, Aura for my repricer. Beautiful. And that actually that helped a whole lot when I first started using that.
0: Once you get a hundred or so ASINs, typically it's time to start looking at a repricer that can help you manage your prices, bumping them up and down, winning the buy box as often as you can at a good profit. And there's a good handful of them that that we've talked about in our community. There's like a big three or four of them that most people use, but everyone has their preferences.
1: They do. And actually this is one that when we were in Mesa, that Rich had recommended that they used, And I figured, well, he's got all the information on it. You know, he can train me on it. And that's kind of how it went from there. But it was just, you know, I'm not one. I just like going out shopping and getting stuff. I don't, I'm not one to go and check, okay, do I need to drop this price today? Do you need to, you know, raise this price today? And so having that repricer, when you set your your minimum and your maximum, it's just kind of nice because it just moves wherever it needs to go. And you know, one day you might sell something for twenty dollars, the next day it might be thirty dollars. You know, it just depends. But uh, so I do. I use that, and I also use the um, what's it called Revseller? Is that what I use? <laughs> I yeah, think. Revseller. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: That was a gentleman from our community that started that tool, and it's become very popular in the industry. And so he right. gave us the best price you can get anywhere. Proven com slash Rev seller S-E-L-E-R. Seller S-E-L-L-R. I'll stick a link for all this in the show notes too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, but just
1: right so I mean What it do for you? So I'm sorry, I'm sitting there looking at my note just to make sure I got everything right. Oh, no,
0: you're you're doing great. Just, I know. I'm say, <laughs> we'll, we'll go over anything we miss. Okay. You
1: know, okay. So we'll look uh, over um, your notes. The RevSeller seller is where you, ha- you toe tell- shows you your profit, correct? Am I on the right one? Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so I, when I look up on, you know, Amazon, and it'll say, okay, well, um, this is your your profit that you'll make. You know, you put in the cost of the item that you're purchasing and, and it shows your profit. And yeah. so, I mean, I could, fi- I could figure that out. It you know, takes all the fees out and all that. I could probably figure that out, but it's just having that convenience of it.
0: Right on the screen there. when you're on Amazon.
1: Yeah, right. It's just right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then I also use, um, and I think this one's free. It's the Quick, what is it called? Quick View DS, Amazon Quick View, I think.
0: I'm not as familiar with that one.
1: Okay. It's a, I think it's a free thing. And basically it shows you if Amazon is on the listing. Oh, okay. So as you're scrolling through Amazon, yeah, it'll show how many FBA sellers and if Amazon's on the listing. Hmm. That's and cool.
0: Well, Keepa kind of does that too with the little orange It does, bars. right. Yeah.
1: And so it's just, it's, I think it's a free extension, but you just go through and I mean, I can just scroll real fast and just look at it. And so if, if I see Amazon's on a listing, I just don't even bother to look at it. And I don't know if that's the correct way or not, but that's uh, kind of you know. There's,
0: I, there's no rights or wrongs. Uh, I would say 80% of the time that's, you're probably right. But right, oddly okay. enough, There's plenty of times where Amazon can't get it at any better price than we can.
1: Okay. Okay. So
0: They're just another seller in the mix. Sure. Right. (laughs) Right?
1: You know, and I just, and that's what I've heard from not so much in your community, but, you know, and I've listened to other things, you know, don't compete with Amazon. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just not going to bother with it. And so I haven't, but Mm -hmm. anyway, so that's kind of um, some of the tools that I use.
0: That's great. Yeah. Good overview. I appreciate that. Maybe you can send me a link to that that free one you mentioned and I'll stick it in the show notes too for folks to check out because that is a new one. But yeah, I I like to see the history of what Amazon has done because I actually like to see Amazon showing up and going away. Okay. If Amazon is showing up for a few days and they go away for a few weeks and they show up for a few days and they go away for a month, right? And they show up and then they're gone again on a listing. What that tells me is, they're having trouble getting a hold of that product in the okay. sufficient quantity to keep up with demand. Sure. So if I can figure out a way to get a hold of it myself, even a little bit, it's probably probably a good seller. It's just another indication that because Amazon doesn't jump on stuff that's going to sit there for 90 days.
1: Right. Exactly. Jump
0: on the stuff that's moving. Exactly. And if they're having trouble keeping it in stock themselves, hey, mm-hmm. that's a bit of an invitation versus right, a, right. a stop sign. Yes. Right. So you you learn these little tricks over time and you end up with a list of you know hundreds of asins that you can sell against that you just have to go source when you need them, right? Right. So, how many asins do you have at this point, approximately? I
1: have, uh, I have about five hundred. There's probably about fifty to seventy five that I need to probably go through and take off that I just don't I don't sell anymore. Either I can't get the product anymore because there are some things that have been discontinued, or sure. um, they just didn't sell very well. So. And then I do, I do do some seasonal things. So I have like some Christmas that, that, I, you know, of course I only bring in, you know, in the fall, right. which kind of funny though, I did sell one of my Christmas items, you know, last, last month. So it you sells year never round. Know.
0: there's people out there <laughs> buying Christmas stuff year round yeah. trees and stands right. and decorations. I mean, I
1: leave it there, but usually I don't replenish until, you know, the season right. comes around, Closer. but, um, no, so I, yeah, And out of that, I would say about right now, probably about 40% is wholesale and then 60% is replans. Uh, it's just me doing this business right now. I mean, my husband is 100% behind me and he always tells me, Hey, when you need me, I'm here. And I was like, I know, but it's one of those things. I'm one of those people that I just want to prove that I can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think and I
1: know at some point I'm going to have to hire somebody, but <laughs>
0: I, I saw a meme yesterday, something along the lines of, Beware if you're married to an entrepreneur, they assume you're an assistant. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> right,
1: right. And he, I mean, he knows me well enough that he 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 puts up with me. So yeah, that's <laughs> right awesome. now I'm I'm over here looking at my dining my dining room table's full of products. So <laughs> my my yep. kitchen is become my office because Well, you know, we're in here cooking or doing whatever together. And I just sit, and I'm sitting there prepping, you know, the whole time. And, and he laughs every time he hears the, you know, the tape pull that sound that, that masking, or not masking, but the the shipping tape. The
0: sound of money, as we like to call it. He
1: says what he says. He goes, (laughs) "That's just money. Sounds like money.
0: (laughs) Right. It's like, do you guys have pig farms down there by any chance? We got pig farms up here.
1: Yes. Yes. uh You drive
0: by them and you know what the farmers always say. What's that smell? Yeah that's the smell of money.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, he'll hear that tape and he does. Yeah.
0: That's great. But,
1: you know, I love you know, our boys are gone. And so it, uh, and he's, he's off during the day. And so it's nice. It gives me something to do, keeps me busy. And I'm just not, I'm not a type of person just to sit around and not do anything. So I've just always got to be busy and. And and do that. So yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's fun right now. It's go like saying we went to Mesa. I think that was kind of my turning point because at the beginning it was more of this is this will give me a little extra spending money, you know, whatever. Because like I do have my other, I have a little small retail store, and that keeps me busy too. That you know, I'm always ordering products for that, and and actually the the store is part of a co-op, so it's it's two hours from here, so I have to drive two hours. Take my products and come back, and it's fun. I've I've been doing that for about ten years, but you know, I didn't do it all the time. It's like, well, I need something to do while you know he's at work and the kids are gone, and you know, what am I going to do? And so that's what this started off as. Well, when I, I guess when I went to Rich and Shelley's, it just kind of like opened my eyes to like, there's way, way more to this business than I ever thought of. I mean. This could be something that I could pass down to my kids if they decide that they want to do this at some point, you know, or I could sell it, you know, if I could get to the point where, you know, I have uh, employees or virtual assistants, whatever, it could be a business that I could sell at some point too. And so it's, it, it just changed my whole mindset. And so once I got back, it's just like, okay, I've got to find product. And I feel like I'm kind of behind right now, even that, I mean there's stuff that I'm out of inventory of and I haven't even ordered it, you know. I've just got to get better and get more on focused on okay, the business side of it where okay, let's get these products ordered in time and <laughs> get them here and get
0: yeah. them prepped
1: and get them shipped, you know.
0: Well, you mentioned that bottom 10% that you probably need to purge off your list of 500. Yes. There's probably a top 10 or 20% that always needs more attention than you can give it.
1: Sure. Yes. <laughs> that's,
0: that's the nature of replins is there's always something to do that makes you money. There's always exactly. profitable work to be done. Right, and It's just a matter of building a system that captures as much of that as, as possible. I almost look at it like the visual I just had is it's like you're sitting by a, a stream with fish just going by constantly. Mm-hmm. You can stick that net anytime you want and you're going to get some fish. Right, you got right. other things to take care of too. <laughs> so yeah, obviously, right. you're going to miss some fish. That's just right. a reality. You got to sleep. You got to tend to life and family and business that you know, but anytime you get that net in the water, so you build a team that can do that for you now, you're getting right. a little bit more, right? So that's exactly you're just scaling up. But once you have that understanding of what this business really, really is, I you know what, I'd like to contrast, because I don't talk to many people who have the ability to contrast the the retail store that you have. Tell us a little bit about that with the e-commerce and your excitement level, your energy level, what how they're feeding into each other. Talk Mm -hmm. us through that a little bit because you mentioned the wholesale opportunities that you've discovered because of your retail presence. Right. Talk us through that a little bit.
1: Okay. So my my retail store is basically like a kitchen store. It's kitchen gadgets and things like that. And I'm part of this. It's a large co-op in Waco, Texas, which Waco is very well known for Magnolia silos and all that. And we're basically about 10 blocks from there. So we have lots and lots and lots of foot traffic, which is great. But this might, so I basically rent a space from her. She supplies all the employees, you know, everything. All I do is just supply the product. Right. So that has become almost just kind of routine for me because now I've learned there which products sell. And because it's something that's not seasonal, there's no really expiration dates or any, anything like it's not food items. I can just basically, I just reorder. I have a, on my QuickBooks, it says, okay, time to reorder. So I just reorder, comes in, I price it, take it there and, and come back. So it's just become routine, which I still love it though. It's still the, the people there are wonderful. Our owner's great. I do have to make a comment about that though. Last year in Texas, we had a super hard freeze that, you know, as Texans aren't used to, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I remember yes. that. You guys get a little ice on the road. And we the got state some down, ice. Right?
1: And so this large warehouse that we are in, flood, uh, the sprinkler systems froze and flooded the entire building. So we basically got a call. We had a week to get all of our stuff out. Everything's mm-hmm. ruined. You know, it's just a mess. And... Thankfully, I had my Amazon business to back up because I was used to the, I was used to my income from that business. That was, that was my spending money. You know, that was, you know, had that. Well, when your business is shut down for, you know, months, you're like, okay, now what, what am I going to do? And then, so anyway, thankfully I did have the Amazon business to fall back on. But anyway, so I would say the difference between like the retail, I don't know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, distinguish the two. I, I put them all together. And so it's just my one big conglomerate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Business, but, And you enjoy, you, know, things, you get joy out of both. And
1: I do, I really do. It's um, it almost becomes a game a little bit. I don't know. You, you know, you try to figure people out and you think you have people figured out and then it, it totally changes. But, you know, I, you know, I have to worry about there like people shopping, things like that. Well, it's kind of like, with Amazon, it's returns, you know, or like, actually I got a return back from someone that wasn't even my item. (laughs) And, you know, it's just like, okay, you have to just deal with people on that. that. But no, I I just, I feel like that one's kind of um, more of a machine. I I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's just, I know what to do on this. Amazon is still new to me. Even though I feel like I've been in it, what, almost a year and a half now, it's still very new. Uh, And I mean, I just, I feel like I'm learning every day with that. I mean, and it might just be one little thing that pops up, you know, but it's just, it's always something that I'm learning. And so that's kind of rewarding at some point because you feel like you're always moving forward. And, and actually with the retail part, I'm like, I'm in a, a certain spot, so I can't get any bigger. I mean, I can the only thing I can do to increase my income is to get like a higher end items, but you don't know if they're gonna sell. So right, you know, You're doing a
0: little more guessing. There's no keeper for that business.
1: No, there isn't. No, <laughs> you just start, you know, and and I'm one, if it if it hasn't sold, I move it out. I, you know, I clearance it, I'm out. We're not doing that one anymore. But yes, with Amazon, you ha- kind of do have more of a guarantee, not a guarantee, but you have. You have somebody kind of helping you. It's <laughs> like it's this little, keep is this little person that's helping you out, saying, "Hey, you know, by the way, you know, there was a hundred drops on this product. You know, this might be a good one." And yeah. so, you know, it's you have that, which is great. And like I said, there's, you know, sometimes it's not right, but you know, it it or somebody jumps on the the uh, the listing and and tanks the price, and you're like, "Oh my gosh," you know.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's what we teach that. You know, ease into these asins. Yes. That find, yes. Test them small. See what happens, and then slowly right. ramp up. There's right. no scenario where you end up with 50 unsellable units of anything ever. No. With the replens no. model, it's impossible because no, you're just replenishing as you need, few at a time. Your worst case scenario is you keep hitting zero inventory on a good seller, so you just buy a little bit more.
1: And but, that's what happens with me. I mm-hmm. do, and that's where I need to get better at kind of getting sending my that products in sooner or like going shopping more. You know, and, and I don't know how accurate the um where it suggest, you know, Amazon suggests you send in, you know, mm-hmm. 20 products. I don't know really how accurate that is, yeah, but we can I talk kinda, through that a little bit. Okay. I yeah. I, I kind of go by that a little, but mm-hmm. you know, like I had one item it said you need to send in 80 of these. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm i sending in like 10.
0: You know? Yeah. So. I don't go so much by what Amazon tells you to do because they make their suggestions. Like, sure. hey, based on current trends, we think you need to send in hundred units of this product. Like, well, right. You know what? I'm going to go take a look at Keepa, see how it's doing. There's a sweet spot in there though, that makes sense to pay attention to. I just actually had this conversation here a couple of days ago. We do our Monday night kind of hang out live chats and someone asked me a very similar question, pretty much the same question. And, and here's the basic response I gave them was when Amazon's making these suggestions saying, hey, you should send more of this item. That just means you need to go back and take a really close look at Keepa and see, okay, yeah, I can see that my sales history on this item. I can see that. But then you take that leap from having maybe five or 10 sitting in inventory. And when you make that sure. leap up to 30 or 40, sitting in inventory. Now you can be spread out in all the distribution centers that Amazon has. That's the advantage. And you will see a more rapid pace of your product selling. Because if someone in New York is ordering that product, and you've only got one unit sitting in Los Angeles, even if you're the best price, Mm -hmm. you're not going to win the buy box. Right. Because they want to find someone that's got one near this buyer who just bought the product. Sure. They're going to reward the buy box to somebody who's charging 10 bucks more than you are Mm -hmm. because it's right down the street, right? So now you get your inventory spread out, you get 30 or 40 units in there, enough to make 30 or 40 sales of that ASIN. Now you're spread out and you're going to see the buy box more often. And so pay attention. And the advice I gave him was, you know, we talked earlier, Jamie, about your bottom 10% of the ASINs that you probably need to let go. Right. Right. Your top 10% of your ASINs that are really smoking. These are the ones that you want to take a look at and maybe go ahead and get a little more aggressive with your inventory levels and okay. spread it out across the country a little bit. And you're going to see the results. You're going to win the buy box a lot more because okay. availability.
1: Right. But, exactly.
0: You know, you're near the zip code of your buyers that way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay.
0: We'll get back to the show in just a moment. Our latest sponsor for Silent Sales Machine Radio is GoAura.com. That's G-O-A-U-R-A.com. If you're ready to take your sales to the next level as an Amazon seller, then repricing is the way to go. No more manually adjusting your prices every day. If you're sick of repricing tools that drop their activity and leave you in the dark, well, GoAura can help. They offer a modern platform that is incredibly easy to use, Advanced strategies and automation features like workflows and world-class customer support to help when you need it. Their support is never outsourced, by the way. Aura is $97 per month normally, but the team is extending a 25% discount to listeners of this show for three months if you use the special link and code. The code is in the show notes as well, but you can go right now to goaura.com, that's G-O-A-U-R-A.com slash Jim. And use the code SILENTRADIO after you've created your account in the billing section. It'll save you a lot. Go check it out. Goora.com. And maybe go ahead and get a little more aggressive with your inventory levels and spread it out across the country a little bit. And you're going to see the results. You're going to win the buy box a lot more because availability.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: You're near the zip code of your buyers that way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. See, you know, I learn as I'm talking to you. I love that. <laughs> oh,
0: I and I learned every episode as well. You know, you've got me thinking I've been, I've been considering strongly some kind of retail possibility because it just makes a lot of sense. Every business has their kind of their dead pile, their man, what are we gonna do with it? It just doesn't make sense to have. And I've met you and a few others recently who, yeah, retail is a very profitable. Walk in traffic, put yes. someone behind the cash register. I have a feeling it's never you, it doesn't sound like.
1: No and that that's the beauty of her whole business plan which I love you know the owner is an amazing person she started this when she was like 24 years old you know and we're actually celebrating our 25th year there I uh-huh. no, I haven't been with them that long but I've been with them about 10 years
0: she's been in the same retail location for 25 years yes
1: and it's a beautiful she, that's it's, a old, hero. it's an old it's an old those people where-
0: those people no. don't exist
1: no it's amazing it's an old warehouse building and they convert it to like the whole, it's a, the whole levels. a um, It's just a store. And she has probably just probably 40 of us in there, 40 yeah. different vendors. And she makes it fun. And I mean, it's like a destination to go shopping.
0: And she's there every day, kind of the life. She's, she's, she's got to be like a day. local celebrity.
1: She is. I mean, she's, she actually makes their little, the the magazine that, you know, celebrates all the, the business owners in town. She's made it several times. And I so, love
0: entrepreneurs. I don't, she's see, amazing. Just based alone on what you've told me about her. Mm-hmm. I love her. You, don't, yeah. I don't know any of the details about her, yeah. but just to be in one business location that long, running a profitable business that serves that many other people well, yes. made it a destination. Uh, it's it's just amazing. I have to person.
1: say, I have to say, with um, when we had when we had the freeze and we were going to be shut down for at least six months, she goes out and she finds another. It's a smaller location, but she offers that to us tenants. You know, hey, you're going to have to downsize your your space, but I found us another location. We're going to temporarily move in that place. It was unbelievable. I mean, she, that's she's true. incredible, you know? And so
0: she needs to, I right love book. working
1: with her. And that's why I probably will never <laughs> leave there. Cause I love it. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, it, you know, business is about the relationships.
1: It is. It, it is. You And know,
0: that just makes it so much more likely for you to stick it, you know, stick with her through a freeze and a move and like, why? Yes. Right, well, because there's a relationship there. I have faith that this, Person is who they've always been and they're going to be there for me and I'm there for them. And right. the relationship is as important as whatever it is that you've built for your customers, even.
1: Well, and that was the beauty too, is the customers followed. I mean, we yeah. I was like, okay, who where are they? Are they going to actually drive? You know, it was probably 10 blocks away. Are they going to drive there, you know, and come shop? And they did. Mm-hmm. And it's because she is just, she's built this. I mean, I feel like it's just a brand almost, you know, this brand that, you know, everybody wants to go there. And yeah. I love
0: that. It's probably almost uh, a franchisable model, you know? It
1: could, it probably could be, but I don't know. You'd have to have hers.
0: You got to have the right dynamic person at <laughs> the you, middle. I
1: think so. There's right. other people that have tried to do something similar and it just doesn't work. Yeah. And, but right. you, you know, she's put in blood, sweat and tears into that place. Yeah. And so it's, you know.
0: Well, you know, if, for some reason it reminds me kind of of, a, you know, Chick-fil-A. I always just assumed as, you know, they're the best fast food restaurant as far as dollars generated per location, they blow everyone away, even though they're oh, closed a yes. day a week. Uh, but it's not just a matter of having enough money to open a Chick fil A operation. You can't just say, Hey, I want one of these. Right. I don't care how much money you have. You got to be the right person. Right. So they're very picky because right. that model only works if you got the right person running the operation based on that's exactly right. Established. And that's what it kind of strikes me as her is like she's kind of like got a Chick fil A Chick-fil-A of. Uh, you know what's that model even called? It's the the consignment model almost, not really. Yes, but it, is that what she calls it?
1: I, she calls it a co op, and so yeah, the co-op a co op, which retail. it is basically. It's kind of like um, you would think of like an antique store or something that they yeah. rent their booths out, but like you know, she wants it to be all like really cute and everything mm-hmm. blends, you know, you don't just have walls up. You have to, it has to look like, a, she wants it to look like one complete store. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool that she does that.
0: That's great. And some of those yeah. contacts have allowed you, you mentioned earlier, those wholesale contacts are ones that you're selling on the stuff on Amazon.
1: There I, are. Would you
0: consider all those replens as well?
1: Yeah, they are. I, yeah. I do. I you feel like You run them that. through the
0: Keepa filter to make sure you're not just guessing.
1: Sure, sure. And a lot of the items that I do have, they're more of a lower priced item. So sometimes it's just not worth my while. You know, if something mm-hmm. sells for seven dollars, I honestly just don't yeah. even
0: bother with if it. If we can't sell it for at least 16 bucks, typically I'm not interested.
1: No, no. and so, so the lot of since are kitchen gadgets and things like that, a lot yeah. of my items there are a lower end, like you know, under ten dollars. And so it's very that's why it's hard. I don't have a whole lot of that, but mm-hmm. I do have some and kind of on that point, you know, I'm getting to the point now where I would like to kind of get in the higher end, not high end, but just getting that 50, 60, 70, hundred dollar range and, you know, take chances on items like that. So that's kind of where my focus has been. I would say in the last month or so is I'm looking for uh, something that sells for a hundred dollars or something that sells for $50, you know? Yeah.
0: We've got a lot of our replens, some of my favorites, you know, we're we're putting 20 to 25 dollars into it, selling sure. it for 70 or 80. Right. We're putting 50 to 70 into it, selling it for 150. Those right. are great. The replen model works at any price point.
1: It does. It does. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's uh, I have one product that's great. I just have a hard time getting it. <laughs> so, you know, I love it because it's it's a higher end product. It's like a $250 product, mm-hmm. but I just I have a hard time getting it, so that's that's my problem on that. But have you just, ever
0: set I'm up li- any new listings on Amazon?
1: No, I haven't. I haven't. And so <laughs> I um actually got your um the proven brand. What's it called?
0: Proven brand building.
1: Brand building, com,
0: yes. Where we're starting to talk through how to set up the multi packs and the bundles, yes. get your own brand, get your own unique. I imagine with some of your wholesale connections, even there, there's probably an opportunity to even white label or rebrand a hot seller. Yeah. That's
1: kind of what I'm thinking is I want to put like a, I don't know, just maybe like a little kitchen box or something together. I haven't, you know, yes. but that's kind of, I feel like that's my next step there, but no, I have not set up my own. Uh, I don't know why I'm really nervous to do that, but
0: well, as a replen seller, it's not really necessary. No, <laughs> it's just, it
1: really isn't.
0: Jimmy Smith has, he wrote the book on replans for a community and created the course that you took in the proven Amazon mm-hmm. course. And, he's never set up a new listing. Right. I think he's in the process now of launching some brands. He's working with our Humminbird team. I'll stick a link to mm-hmm. that in the show notes. That's our brand building and brand registry, getting all the trademark and all that. Sure. Our team that does that. Um, he's working with them to to launch some stuff, but you don't have to bring new products to the market. You can sell the underserved ASINs and do very well.
1: Oh, That's yes. what the replens model is. Right. And, you know, I know you talk all the time about private label, you know, just kind of watch yourself on that. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, when I first started looking on YouTube, yes, that's what it was all in my head. Okay. I've got to find this product and I've got to, you know, be able to sell it and this and that. And thankfully, I found your podcast before I did that. Yeah, so know? we talked
0: you out of it. Do you it. did.
1: And because it, it was just like, how Okay, how am I going to figure all this out? I think that's what was going on in my mind. Yeah, but uh, it, it, it's,
0: it's a lot of moving parts. It is. The industry average, I haven't had anyone challenge me on this and I've been saying it for two years
1: mm-hmm.
0: because everyone knows it's true. You got about a 5% chance at best if you're new to e-commerce, new to selling on Amazon, you've never made money on Amazon, you've never had a $10,000 sales month, let's say. You've right. got about a 5% chance of succeeding launching a new product on Amazon. I don't mm-hmm. care what tools you're using, what course you have, what experts you use, which YouTube channel you're listening to, where you're ordering your product from, right. what your strategy is. You got about a five percent shot. Yes. at best. But then we see these replen sellers who organically drift into these hot niche market and they're looking at their top five percent of asins. And go, right. I think I could make a creative bundle out of this hot moving item. It's not selling because of the brand on the bottle. It's selling because this is a hot product, and there's only a few other sellers. I'm going to get in on this action, right? so there's kind of just float to the top organically as you're making money versus putting $50,000 into an experiment.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. And you have to look at like for the private label, you know, I know you're having to get advertising and um, go into all that when you're doing like the, the bundles or this is how I think of it, at least when you're doing the bundles you know, you, if you have a name brand item in there, it's already, people know that they know that name. And yes. so they're like, Oh, well here I can get this. And it comes with this other item. Well, you know, why not just, you know, that'd be cool. Why not get that instead of just some separate, yeah. you know, single, or create whatever. this
0: valuable, create this valuable bundle that no one yes. can compete on.
1: Exactly. You know, Cause any of us exactly. could go get the
0: most popular bottle of ketchup and most popular bottle of mustard to create a new bundle, put it on Amazon. It's probably going to do mm-hmm. okay, but anyone can sell on it.
1: Exactly. It. Yes.
0: But you start to get those unique. And that's what we're doing in our provenbrandbuilding.com course right now, going through all those steps.
1: Right. Uh,
0: And it's showing you how to do that, get it set up, do it right, and get into all that. Nathan's going to be talking about the A-plus content and making videos. And Amazon just loves brand builders who take advantage of all their marketing new tools or fun tools they have. You're going to rank so great by the time you're done going through that class. We've really got it dialed in. So that's going to be fun for you. We've got students doing hundreds of thousands monthly on their unique brands. Branded bundles, I should say. The contents of the box is stuff that anyone could go find at Walmart. Okay. But the box is branded to them. And they've got a unique element to it that adds value to the whole package somehow. And they've got an incredible... Yeah, that belongs to them that no them. one else can compete on. That's a right. That's better than guessing about a private label spatula from China.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then you know, of course, now you did. You just sometimes you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> you know, is if you're ordering that. But yeah. no, it's. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I've just been trying to think of how what I could bundle and do, and um, so I haven't started the course yet. But I need to mm. get on. Oh, the that. nice
0: thing but, is you can experiment too. Again, you know. It, mm-hmm. With private label, you got to order a bunch and hope it works with this. You're like, oh, let's send in four bundles and see right. what happens, you know? See what let's, happens, let's, exactly. Let's play with this. Let's have some fun.
1: Right, right.
0: Very good. Well, what else? We've kind of gone through a bit of your story. There's a couple of things we have to share. Then I'm going to hit, hit whatever's on your list. You said you had okay. some notes. Make sure I haven't missed anything okay. important <laughs> that you had on your mind today. But okay. I do want to share with trans- for transparency's sake, how's it going? Give us some numbers that you're comfortable yeah. sharing sure. just to tell people what's possible because we haven't hit that yet.
1: Okay, so I started in September of uh, 2020, right? And my first, I hit 100,000 in sales by August of 2021. So in 11 months, I did. That was my goal was to hit 100,000 dollars. And then the as after August, it's just like my sales. I was about you know 10,000 or you know so a month there. And they just have gone up every month. And then I just ended February of 2022 with my best month ever at 27,000 in sales. So my goal is like, I wanted to last year, I wanted to double my sales, but I'm at that point now where, okay, no, we need to, we need to change that goal. (laughs) I want at least 300,000 this year, but I, I feel like the momentum that I'm I'm gaining right now, and I get excited about it. I really think I could even increase that. And that's just
0: the the replans business on Amazon.
1: Replans and then some wholesale. Some of
0: your wholesale, right? Some, some wholesale, wholesale. I but including honestly, retail um, store in there.
1: I feel like you know I say I'm about forty percent wholesale, sixty percent replans right now. The way in the last three months, my direction actually is going a little bit more replans, just because I have I have instant access to it. Yeah, Because a lot of my wholesalers are telling me, you know, it's going to be two months. Like I just talked to one today and she says, we're not going to have your product until April 1st.
0: Backordered. Yeah. Backordered.
1: And it's right. one of my hot selling items. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. could probably ship in a hundred, you know, every two or three weeks or something. And, and but, that,
0: that's why I say, you know, go into a store and take a picture of the shelf. Right. Because you know that inventory is in stock. Exactly. Then do your research, mm-hmm. go back and buy it. Right. Right, some people right. just sit right in the store. They're not afraid to stand there for three hours.
1: <laughs> I am I do a little bit of that in the store and I'm still guilty. I have to say that I'm still guilty of scanning that UPC code. <laughs>
0: oh, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I don't want to walk past the $20 bill. No, it's no. just sitting there, right?
1: It's funny. The other day I walked by and I, I go down the same aisle because I get the same things, but I'm like, okay, I don't remember that. And so I just pulled it down, scanned it. And then I'm like, oh, Okay. You know, this might be pretty good. Well, then I go ahead and do it. I went ahead and bought a few because I'm like, oh, well, if if they don't sell, I'll just keep them for myself or whatever. But I get home and I, I like doing more of my research at home because mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I just feel like you can get more, like with Keepa, you just get so much more detail from like right. your laptop or your um, home computer. It's easy I try to using the app too. and I don't really... Yeah. I don't really understand how the app works, I guess, very well. Yeah,
0: Well, your your Chrome extensions just pop right up on your screen, just, on your laptop, right?
1: It yeah. is. It's so nice. And everything's there. And, you know, my rev seller, everything's there. So I'm just like, but no, and actually the product was very, you know, very good. And, but it's just like, it was on the upper shelf, you know, like, um, I forgot who said that, but I just, it just caught my eye. And I'm like, hmm, okay, this one might be good. But so when I do that as I look, but Usually I'll just take a picture of something and then come home and research it. That's just easier for me. I just don't have time to, in my mind, I don't have time to stand in the store. I'd rather do it at home and I'll put my Netflix on and watch TV, you know, watch a movie while I'm going through looking at products. But, you know, it's, I don't mind it. it I think it's fun. It's yeah. it's kind of like somebody told me once, it's almost a little bit like, not gambling, but you know, you're, you're going out and you're investing, uh, this is you're investing something. And I, I take that wrong. It's not like gambling, but it's just, it's fun. It's just, uh, it gets to be it, an addiction. It feels, it
0: feels like a game. It really does. It
1: does. It's like a game. And then you, and I—and and I, addiction is not the right word either. It's just like the more, when you realize something sells, you're like, oh, okay. And so you want to go out and get, you know, find something else and it's mm-hmm. just fun, you know? And so I love that excitement about the business. You know, I'm not that to that point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go prep or oh my goodness, I have to go do this. It's still fun to me. And so I love that. It is fun. Yes, yes.
0: But you know, I I will tell you this, as you scale, some of it's going to get tedious.
1: And one of the challenges
0: you have as a leader in business um, is to, while it's all still fun, you know, some people may never see it all as fun. There's always parts of a business that you just don't want to do. But you want to slowly start replacing yourself yes. and slowly start doing the things that only you can do and let everyone else do the other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just, you've got, to, you've got to constantly be in growth mode and, and replace myself mode because the times will come where there's challenges hit and you got no option but go that route. And you don't want to do those things in a rushed fashion. You want to kind of get yeah. out ahead of them. So right. I think you're well positioned to, to find some people. You know, you're 60 miles away from any good... Retail sourcing type locations. Find some people who live in those areas, so it's very convenient for them. And since right. you're driving two hours to your retail store, mm-hmm. maybe it's someone in that area. You know that they hit the stores and they prep and shop and do the business alongside you on your account and get paid well to do it. You know that's the right. way I think an idea for you to start to kind of expand and okay, kind of grow your team and your network. Just as a suggestion, you know, right, any right. arrangements work. You can do it all with virtual assistants too, which we're starting to see more and more of yes. in our community. Well, I, I love, oh, one thing we have to to share. You mentioned you just had a twenty-seven thousand dollar month as we we're recording this last month. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: was your net margins? Do you happen to know?
1: Uh, so like uh, I think it's about 20%. That'd be pretty profits. typical. Yeah. I think it's about it's about 20. Yeah. So and good. I honestly, I mean, I'm just I'm taking that off of my, I use like the RS shows you how much your, yeah. your net profit is. Yep. Because I do run both businesses together. So I don't really, I probably shouldn't do it that way. I probably should separate them out. But at the end of the day, If you ever the year, go to sell
0: either one of them, that'd be yeah. nice to have it separate. They're I'm sure your like, accountant is like, keep them separate.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. And I know she's probably gonna. <laughs> yeah.
0: What is but this?
1: No, it's just. It's because I what I do when I order for um, like from the wholesale people half will mm-hmm. go to Amazon, half will go to the. Shop. Oh, sure,
0: you're ordering from the same sources, yeah.
1: Right, and so I it just makes it easier for me just to kind of just group it all together. But I'm looking. I mean, that's about is about twenty percent. So so I'm five, happy with six that. Six
0: thousand dollar net profit in the bank last right. month. Just kind of working at your own pace and and doing this business the way that we've the way you've learned it over time. So what right. is, uh, what's your hourly schedule look like? Like what's your routine? How many hours? My,
1: I, I would say I'm more part-time because I do help my, a friend of mine, she owns a, a kitchen store here locally that I do all of her book work and all that. And then we have cooking classes. I help her with that. So, and that's fun for me because it's the social part of it. I love being out mm-hmm. there. And um, so, and then between that and going to my other ones, I would say maybe, I don't know, 20 hours a week is what yeah. I spend on Amazon. Yeah, And so, and we travel. So, I mean, you know, we just, we we were just in Utah last week. So I got got home and I have just boxes lined up in my office. And, you know, so I've been basically this whole last week, I've been working, trying to get everything shipped out. out. Yeah. I (laughs) shipped my final box out today, (laughs) right before this interview. So
0: (laughs) you've got a job that's the equivalent of, you know, if we broke this down as like a per hour thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Very attractive salary of like a high level corporate type worker.
1: Right. Know? Like right. that's
0: about what you, but it's a part time effort. So if you doubled your hours, you double your income. Well, so, sure. I mean, it, yes. it is, this is an incredible flexible business model. So I love it. It's a, it's a lifestyle business. It fits into your life where you want it to,
1: working it when you want
0: to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. Cause I can, you know, I can take a weekend or week off or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I want to do. I just, you know, especially if I know we're going to be gone, I try to prepare. Okay. Let me just get in as much as I can. And uh, you know, but we can't, we can, we can leave and you know, I'm, I'm sitting there in Utah and I'm looking and I'm like, Oh, well, I just had a thousand dollar day, you know? <laughs> so Isn't it's kind of nice, feeling? you know? To <laughs> it's,
0: it, I, I, that's those are some of my favorite moments when I just kind of put the business away for a while. And for several hours at a time, or maybe a full day, I'm just doing whatever it is that needed done that day or having fun with my family. And you check in. Yes. And you just see all this, the machine's been turning the whole time. It has. You've been and gone. That's, that's the great beauty healing. of
1: it. I mean, it really is. That's the beauty of the, of the whole business model, I think is, mm-hmm. you know, for one, you can set your own hours. And then like, you know, now when I first started off and I was doing everything myself, if I had to to do it where I was shipping in everything, mm-hmm. I it would not be fun.
0: For you me. can't turn it off. Yeah, no. I mean, if you turn it off, the money stops.
1: It does. It does. And Which, that was it, becoming it's like the
0: eBay model. Like you yes, know, exactly. You can go on vacation, but nothing sells while you're gone. No,
1: no. And I and I do still have some products that I ship FBM because mm-hmm. um, they are um, hazmat, and so I'm not allowed to ship them into um, Amazon. Yeah, so do but, we? I mean, it's not a whole, maybe 5%, not even 5% probably. There's some good know. money
0: there though. It, it is. has really approval. Good. People pay a lot for cleaner. We've got a 12 pack of a cleaning product that, I think that was the one I mentioned earlier. We, we get about $22, $24 in okay. and it's selling consistently, like you know, a sale every other day for right. 70, 80 bucks.
1: Right. right.
0: But we have to ship it. Which yes. is fine.
1: Yes. It's fine. I mean, I'll put you know, those $40 I do
0: in the bank. Yeah.
1: All my um, you know, all my uh shipping services that, you know, the post office and then the UPS store, they all know me very well.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. You get to be so, friends with all of them. You learn oh, to yes. take them cookies and treats and they treat you nicer, right? They
1: do, they really do. I have uh, I have to say we have some great um employees here. So it's every and we're, you know, we're small towns, so everybody knows everybody. It's nice, but yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I kind of I, I've lived for a good while in that kind of town. Everybody knows everybody's business, which can be a good oh, yes. or a bad thing. Oh
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's and it's funny how, how work gets around because I've had people. Oh my gosh, I heard you're selling on Amazon. I didn't even know you could do that, and mm-hmm. so. Well, that's uh, how my
0: whole this whole thing started for me twenty years ago. Was that exact kinds of conversation, right? and I'm like, I got tired of saying the same ten minute explanation. Over and over, so I finally put it in an email, and that email kept growing. So I put it into a little PDF,
1: uh-huh.
0: and that PDF turned into this. Right <laughs> so, here we are. So,
1: I know, and I'm so thankful for you. You just don't. I hope you realize that that this is this is a great community that you have started and. Continue to do because it's it's wonderful. Thank um, you for that. I, I feel like I finally found my like I said found found my home or my place um, because yeah. before I just I just kind of felt like I was not getting scammed but it was just yeah it I wasn't heard, great. Information. I heard a pastor put
0: it this way. See if this resonates, Jamie. You can find your purpose once you found your people.
1: Yes, very true. That's good. Yes. So like the first
0: that. challenge isn't to find your purpose. The first challenge is to find your people.
1: Right,
0: right, and then of that, then, and just like we teach our young kids, like the people you're hanging out with, that's mm-hmm. your future. So, for sure, mind who it is that you're surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. Right, and, yeah, it, it's nice to know who the leader is, but like who's typical representative of the culture of this group you're hanging in, because that's you know where they're heading is where you're heading now. Right. Uh, so I, I I can't take very much credit at all for the way this is, thing's kind of shaped out. Except one of the skills I do have is I'm I'm pretty quick to ban the clowns, get them out, kick them out, the spammers, right. exactly. people who show up and just they got something to sell and they're trying to get trying to jump on stage and scream for a few seconds. Like, right. uh, you're gone. No. <laughs> um, We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that here. We're this is a family. Um, no,
1: it's like, you know, I I know i just had some questions, just simple, you know, kind of just general questions on like something that came up that, you know, it's like who who do you ask? Because it's hard to ask somebody at Amazon. You know, you got to set up a case and do all that. And, you know, I just get in the Facebook group and, uh, you know, I ask the question and I have five to 10 people respond and they're all great answers. And I'm like, okay, that's, there's my answer. That's what I need to know. And so I love that about the whole community. It's just, um, you know, it's pretty rewarding to have people that we're all doing the same business, but, we're not competing against each other, if that makes right. any sense. You yeah, know,
0: it's it's the culture we've built. We're rooting right. for each other.
1: Right. Exactly. We
0: even I'll I'll get texts from coaching students and I'll send them myself and like, hey, here's an ASIN. We can't yes. get enough of this thing. Go <laughs> yeah. grab it if you've got it. If you've got right, a right. store in your area, right? You know, so yeah. just very cooperative. Yeah, Uh, selling right alongside each other on many of these great ASINs. And uh, I I am proud to be a part of a culture like that. Right. Well, hey, Jamie, I always like to leave the opportunity, the door open towards the end of these episodes. This Mm -hmm. has been a great one, by the way. Thank you. Oh, thank you. What else was on your list? Maybe check your notes. Is there anything else that you wanted to make sure that folks heard today? Uh, I think we've covered a lot of great ground. No pressure, of course.
1: No, no, no. Um, one thing um, I do want to mention, you know, I kind of talked about going to Mesa with Rich and Shelly out there. Yeah. And um, I think what was so like rewarding about that is just to, first of all, he's got the most fabulous employees. I don't know where he found them, but they're amazing. Um, but it just, um, well, actually Colin and um, Laura, is that right? They, I think you interviewed them in a podcast. Yes. They're from right. Indi- Indiana. Uh-huh. They were there with us. And what was great about that is that they were um, a little bit further into their business than, than we, you know, I basically went there making, I was doing 10000 a month. I mean, I just wasn't very far into my business yet. And I loved that when they were there, they were asking questions I would have never thought to answer or to ask, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, well, I didn't even know about that. And so I'd love having other um, business owners there too because you can interact with them and then they can kind of, t- you know, just tell you things that you just didn't know. And I think just being immersed in it like that was what was so good. I think that's what just helped me so much. Um, and then was, I love getting to see his warehouse and like, oh, okay, well, this is how, you know, we can scale up. Well, when we got home, this is really kind of funny. I think it's kind of a God thing how this works, but um, a friend of mine he has a seasoning business here in town and he um he actually sells on Amazon. He's, you know, he's his brand sales. I mean, he he ships and all that. And he told me, he said, um, hey, I'm looking for somebody. I need to, I've got this warehouse space. I'm needing to share a warehouse space. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to believe this. So I told him about my, what we just had done. You know, we went out to Mesa and then, um, I have this Amazon business. He goes, well, you know, Jamie, I shipped to Amazon like twice a week. You know, I've got the pallets. He goes, I have everything here. You can just rent space from me. And so I told him I wasn't quite ready at my vet point right now, but, I'm getting really close to to doing that. So it was just funny how that opportunity opened up. I would have never, I think, thought of that without going out there and seeing how you could make this on a bigger scale. You know, yeah. I just, um, I don't know. It is great. So <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, that, that's what's great about this community is there's always somebody who's a little behind you and a little ahead of you. Right. So you can feel helpful and useful and you can yeah. also be inspired and and think to yourself, wow, that's the direction I need to be heading. Look I know,
1: that. I'm looking I was looking at Colin and he was I don't know, 25 years old, I'm like this kid is going to do amazing things, you know. And so then I'm already thinking, okay, if I can get my boys excited about this, I mean, this is something that they can take over and so you start thinking in a different way, I think um, yeah. I don't know, just being around people that are excited about their business and Uh, I love, I was really shocked that I even posted my graph in the Facebook page because I normally don't do that, but I'd love seeing those. And I love seeing the people that have, I made my first sale today and I'm like, oh my God, that's so exciting. You know, it's just, um, it makes you feel good because even though I didn't help them with that, I feel like I'm part of that community that, you know, I can share them on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that is yeah, we can't overemphasize how valuable that is to just be in a group of people. You know, right. our, our our culture tells us several negative messages about businesses, business people, profit, evil capitalism, and business right. is a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, I say all the time. You know, quoting again, you're the the guy that you mentioned earlier, Daniel Lappin, who I've mm-hmm. had the opportunity to become good friends with. It's just incredible. He, he's right. been at our events and spoken, and and he says something like. That it's impossible to run a profitable business without dramatically improving the lives of countless other people. Right. Right. Like, the thing we're doing just in running profitable businesses and encouraging others to do so, we really are lifting our culture in a way that no other entity or institution is capable of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's right. on us.
1: Right. So, you know, right.
0: Small business is like 70% of business in America.
1: <laughs> it, it is. We're the it ones really...
0: carrying the load. Each right. of us a little bit at a time, but to be in a community of people who get it, who see business and profit as a virtuous thing, creating opportunity and and you know, integrating our families into the routine,
1: I know uh, it's a special
0: it's, group for sure. I'm it glad really we spend is some time on that.
1: It really is. But no, I'm I'm really I don't know if I have really. In, I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just sitting there looking at all my notes. And all no, right. that's
0: fine. That, <laughs> hey, like I told you before we hit record, it's just a couple friends hanging out, chatting through,
1: right. Right. Uh, But no, I just, I guess mainly I just want to thank you for, again, for for having me be on and just for this great community that you've established. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate your time.
0: Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. I appreciate your time because I bumped you around a little bit today. You were the one being very flexible. I was flexible today. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, yeah, now's a good chance for me to talk to the listeners for a minute and thank them for joining us too. Okay. Uh, because they gave us some of their most valuable resource today, Jamie, some of their time. And right. we're grateful for that. You know, thanks for hanging out with Jamie and I, listening to her, her story and some of the lessons that we shared today. I learned some cool stuff. I hope you did as well, yeah. listeners. And send us your feedback. This is my chance as well to encourage you to do a couple of things. One of them is if you're watching on YouTube, which a lot of our episodes are on YouTube, many of them aren't, if you didn't realize it. But you can go to silentgym.com and hear what you've been missing because a lot of our episodes are audio only. But if you're on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, uh, make a comment, ask a question. We monitor that as good as we can and, and subscribe. But if you're on your favorite podcast app, we love seeing reviews there as well. Since this is a free show with a $0 marketing budget, that really helps us if you spread the word for us and we can keep this show free. So God bless all the business building warriors. And Jamie, one more time, thank you.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: It was a great time hanging out with you today. Yes. And hey, quick question: You plan yes. to join us in August for our event? Do you have plans? Yes, hopefully. Yet? Yes. We don't know the date of the city yet. We will know yes. soon, but mid-August. Circle it on your calendar. We're going to have. We're going to get together, get the whole community, and have a good time. So yes, yeah, I look forward. We to
1: like you. always uh, making our uh, business trip a little personal. Into you know, <laughs> so yeah. It'll be fun. Well,
0: yeah. based on the cities we have, I'm I can't. Say anything yet? Because right. I just can't. But either way it goes, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun place to hang out. So
1: good. Well, I'm <laughs> excited. Be,
0: you'll be glad to come a couple of days early and maybe stay a day or two late.
1: Hey, so, that sounds that's good. Be a good
0: time. And that invitations uh, extended to, of course, all the listeners to say too. If you keep an eye on, I'm gonna have a lot of links in the show notes today. But <laughs> the proven conference is the link where we will change that page eventually. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, that okay. page has been converted to details for our august 2022 event but
1: my cat's you can't. trying to come in here
0: <laughs> oh that's great no we love when cats and here. pets you and say hello? kids interrupt <laughs> who's this
1: this is sammy
0: sammy the cat made an appearance Sammy the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he likes sitting right in front of how my how computer do, sammy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this This was really fun. So thanks for hanging out with Jamie and I today. We appreciate it. God bless you, Business Building Warrior. We're in your corner. We're praying for you. Our leadership team sees this as ministry. That means we want to be here for you in a way that's bigger than just helping you put more money in the bank. We want to see your life improved. We want to see you drawn closer to God. That's our mission around here. So if that resonates, jump in, come check us out. Join our free Facebook group. Spread the word about our podcast. We'll see you again next time real soon. Thanks. Hey, this is Jim. One last thing before I let you go, I want to remind you about our latest tremendous sponsor of this program, GoAura.com. It's a repricing tool that's used by many people on our leadership team. Many of our coaching students use it at the point where you've got a lot of replins selling using the systems that you've learned from us. It's really smart to put some automation in place that adjusts your prices so that you win the buy box more often at the best possible price. One of the tools we love is goora.com. And check this out. They've set up a three-month huge discount for the listeners of this audience. If you go to goora.com slash Jim, that's G-O-A-U-R-A.com slash Jim, that's me. And then when you're checking out, use the code SilentRadio to get 25% off your first three months. This is a tool that will save you a whole bunch of time. I think you'll love it. Let us know what you think. Thanks to our new sponsor, GoAura.com.
1: Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned
0: on today's show.